Welcome to Visma Ski Classics podcast, Livigno to Levy. Visma Ski Classics is the long-distance ski championships with 12 pro tour events and 35 pro teams, bringing professional and recreational skiers together. We will analyze the events on the tour, portray the legends of the sport, and help you to become a better skier. This is Livinio to Levy podcast once again, and of course the new season has started. It is April again, and uh, everybody knows that we are living in a bit of a different kind of world at this stage, uh, but the life goes on, and we have a special guest who is in Italy at the moment, Bruno De Betolis. Good to have you on our podcast. Ciao, ciao. Yes, uh, I'm here uh, in Italy with many, many restrictions, but uh, show must go on. <laughs> Indeed, show must go on. But how is your life? I mean, how has it been since since Fasalopet, which was the last uh, race of the season? I, I come back at home with uh, some problems because when we arrive in Italy after Fasalopet, uh, we have the first check uh, for uh, this uh, monster of uh, COVID-19. <laughs> And uh, from there, uh, our life changed totally. We, we had uh, some uh, extraction uh, in the start and then uh, in the beginning, and then uh, now we are totally stopped. So when you say totally stopped, you know, how is your daily life? I mean, of course, you have to go out and do things uh, and go and get some food. Yeah, only, only this, only this. But my wife works in a supermarket, so I have... <laughs> I have uh, I haven't uh, to do this, and so uh, my life is uh, to my house door, two hundred meter far, and uh, not more. With uh, magnitude doctors, uh, nine and three years, and uh, sometimes I have I'm lucky because I live near the forest, close to the forest, and so I have uh, some part with the farm and so in two hundred meters. And so I can show them uh, animals like uh, horse or cow, but not more, not more. Half an hour in all the day. <laughs> that is pretty restricted. But what about training? Can you train at all? Do exercises? Yes, yes, for sure. Uh, as all my team members, um, team directors have uh, also to train something. <laughs> and uh, with uh, Ercolina, with... Uh, uh, bike with uh, on uh, on Swift because uh, now is the new the new challenge uh, are uh, only in Swift. <laughs> I, I have um, one hour, one hour and a half per day on there, and then it's not bad. But uh, with uh, sunny days uh, like today is uh, an injury. <laughs> but do you have to be close to your home when you go out and exercise? Or can you go like in a forest and and train out there? No, no, absolutely. Only inside my home. Only inside my home. Luckily, I have um, a good space um, in the in the garage, and so I can prepare uh, the the place for Colina. I can prepare the place for uh, bicycle, for spinning, and uh, and other for gym. And it's not bad for this, but would be good for a rainy day, but not for this period. <laughs> yeah, it is tough, of course. You know, but what about your team? 
team members is that how they train as well or and do you guys keep in touch now yes uh, but they they now do something but uh, not so many work because uh, so much work sorry but um, because this period normally after last race uh, we have uh, some uh, some days off they are still in uh, in good shape for uh, for the start again new season some days with um, no training and some days uh, with uh, uh, colina or spinning or uh, gym at home because uh, this is the only way that we have for do something i i say to my wife and my my doctors Show must go home, and in some weeks uh, we hope that our life come back. <laughs> Indeed, I think that's uh, definitely something we all hope that it will happen. But uh, let's leave that behind. Uh, that's, this is what it is. Uh, but let's go back to this season. We had nine races, still pretty good season. It was the anniversary season, uh, season X. When you look back, what's sort of your analysis on the season and from your team's uh, perspective? For us, was uh, not not a bad season because we get some some sprints with Sasha Pantinski, Alexander Pantinski. Sometime uh, he had some injuries, and so spring beep probably was precluded about this. I hope he is ready for uh, for a new challenge next year. Then we had uh, some young guys. Uh, we had a big change uh, in, the, in the beginning of the season. Because, as you know, uh, some of our team members uh, go in another direction. But our young boy, young girl uh, are determined to catch their dream. And uh, it's not, it's not, uh, this is a good senior for us. This is a good senior for Italy. Maybe we have some new guys for next season. We are um, in touch with them. We we trying to give them uh, the um, the new world because in Italy ski classic uh, unfortunately is a new world. You can see every day because um, I don't know it's strange. I I, I think that uh, in last three four five years ski classic became uh, probably the. The, the same thing or maybe sometime uh, better than World Cup and I don't know because uh, in Italy this uh, this mentality is not open uh, I don't know I don't know <laughs> so is it is it easier now then to get uh, young talent you mentioned that you are talking to new skiers are they really interested in Visma ski classics yes it's uh, it, some some guys uh, are interesting in this but but it's not easy to speak with uh, them uh, trainer, them uh, ski club, because at the moment it's difficult to explain them that ski classic is not a different way. It's another opportunity, and uh, so it's not it's not easy. It's not easy because uh, the mentality here in Italy is quite close more, and we are working in this. Um, we trying to improve, to improve uh, our team, to improve the the movement of uh, young uh, girl and guys uh, in ski classic. But it's not easy. Unfortunately, it's not easy. <laughs>
And you mentioned Alexander Paczynski. How did you actually get him? Uh, quite, quite strange because um, our um, one of our servicemen, uh, who is uh, also a trainer in, in our team, Sergio Piller, no, uh, knew him, uh, I think, uh, 2013 in um, FIEME World Championship. Alexander was the only Russian guy that can speak English. <laughs> and so Sergio, that time, uh, wanted um, a racing suit of Russia. And uh, so he had uh, some discussion with him and uh, they became uh, good friends on uh, social media, on WhatsApp and uh, not more. And then uh, last year, maybe, yes, last year, he called him if uh, he wanted to participate to Marcelonga. He said, ah, no, no, it's not, uh, I'm a sprinter, the, the race is uh, too long for me, and so, ah, why not, I try, try, try. And uh, he said, okay, tried our team, he tried uh, Marcelonga, and after the season, Alexander contacted me, we prepare uh, agreement with him, and uh, so he come with us. <laughs> So he's the only Russian among uh, the Italians, but uh, how does that work out, you know, when you have an international skier or a skier from another country in your team? We, we normally train um, at home and uh, many times we train, uh, we train alone. Uh, so uh, we, we keep in touch with uh, our guys before the race. Uh, the races during the season. Alexander, for example, stayed here in Valdifiemme all the January, and so we can uh, see him in, uh, in his workout. Quite different. It's quite strange to see <laughs> to see the difference as uh, a sprinter like him or uh, a long distances. For example, me or other guys uh, that. Uh, I don't know, but uh, it's, it's not easy to explain. <laughs> but how did he like Bisma Ski Classics races? Yeah, for sure, for sure. He, he called us, uh, our, uh, my Italian family, and uh, this is um, the biggest reason because uh, Sasha started with Ski Classics. After this, he, he is totally in love with uh, with ski classics because uh, he have a new challenge he have a new opportunity to to show uh, what he, he can do because uh, i think he's um, uh, under the the eyes or or, uh, or of everybody that uh, when he have no problem uh, during the race I think is the the strongest sprinter in ski classic. So he like ski classic, and uh, I hope uh, in the ne in next seasons he can uh, follow her uh, her challenge. And then you also have Justina Kovalchik in your team. So yes. uh, what is uh, that story? Of course, you've had her for a few few years now, but how did you get hold of her? A long story because. Also with Justina uh, was uh, was strange because he was in Birkebeiner 
think 2016 maybe. Uh, she was uh, with the team uh, Santander at, at that time, and um, I don't know. I, and I don't don't want to know because uh, Justina was uh, was alone and not with the team. Uh, she asked us because Valentina Werick is uh, at the time was uh, her uh, scheme and Valentina is living in Fiemme. Valentina Werick now is the the service serviceman of uh, Lampit in Slovenia and uh, Valentina asked us that uh, we can uh, if we can help she with skis uh, and with uh, feeding during Birkebeiner uh, we help uh, of course we help uh, her for this she won and uh, the day after, in the all uh, newspaper and uh, on television in Poland, say that uh, Justina Kowalczyk won. Uh, and thank you of the Trentinos guys. And so um, after this, I I wrote uh, he uh, I wrote her that if uh, she she like uh, ski classic, uh, our door is open. Uh, was open for for uh, forever, uh, and so two months, maybe three months, with uh, her manager, <laughs> and uh, finally we have an agreement. Uh, Justina enjoy our team, and she was uh, uh, also supposed to do more races this season. Correct, she did. Uh, La Venosta, at least, uh, was that the plan for her to do Birkebeiner this this season as well? Uh, our plan was uh, three or five, three or four races for uh, for Justina. But after Venosta, she, she we we have uh, some discussion about this, and uh, she said to me that um, probably would be quite difficult to to make uh, some other races because. She was really busy with uh, with the team, with the, the young team in Poland. For us, uh, it's okay that Justina is, is uh, with uh, enjoy our team. I think it's important, yes, that uh, she can compete with our suit, but uh, uh, it's important also that we, we can have uh, Justina in the team for the name, for uh, for the presentation of the team. But is he going to race next season? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that uh, she have uh, some project, but um, I can speak. I cannot speak about this <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> uh, for, for sure, uh, she will enjoy again our team. And then about this season, what what were the uh, best races for you guys? Your highlights. Of the season for your team, we start uh, we start every race with um, not not so big, but an ambition to get um, a, a good a good impression. Uh, every race is not so easy, but uh, I think uh, the the days uh, around Marcialonga for us is uh, was very important for sponsors for uh, for everybody. Every race we have. Some satisfaction with uh, Sasha or with uh, the the girl with the 
the young and I think maybe mm, the best we can probably was uh, Dobiaco Cortina uh, because all the team was good uh, the skis was uh, really good um, the the feeding point and uh, all the teamwork uh, goes in the right direction I think Dobiaco Cortina so we have so many races in Italy in Visma Ski Classics. Does that help your team when you get sponsors and try to get new skiers? I think uh, something for sure, yes, but uh, not so much. Because when uh, I said to you before, the mentality in Italy is that uh, Ski Classic or long distance races uh, are for, uh, for amateurs not more for uh, for professional skiers because professional skiers will compete in uh, in world cup so it's not easy to to recover sponsors for this for these conditions for this situation for sure we we have a big show in italy uh, with the long distance races uh, we have uh, five races but uh, sometimes is not uh, so important for sponsors. I don't know why, but uh, it's so. We are working every day about uh, this, but um, it's not easy. Maybe we need a, a guy that uh, arrives in top three. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and you also have more teams. You have three teams from Italy, uh, at least uh, last season or this season. Is that a good thing for you guys? No, for me, no. <laughs> Absolutely no, because uh, uh, we are not so many people. We are not uh, too much sponsor for uh, for cover everyone, and uh, the um, every every team make talk talk to <laughs> the same sponsors. And this, for me, is um, you can you can understand that. If I if I go to one potential sponsors and uh, I'm alone, maybe I can have something. Three teams to- make talk talk to the same door. Uh, the 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 sponsors uh, say okay, maybe something to the in the same part you know, for all three teams, and so uh, you you can understand this. Uh, is for me is not uh, the the right way. Maybe in the future, maybe, but not now. Have you started your uh, sponsor talks already? We have uh, many planes. We have uh, many new projects, but uh, the moment is impossible to call here in Italy some somebody for uh, and uh, and speak about money. It's impossible. I think that now is the worst period in uh, in all. I think last fifty. 50 years for uh, for speak about money and so i hope that um, in some uh, in some weeks or some month i don't know we we can start in in this direction because uh, now is my uh, think is not correct also <laughs> yeah i understand it's very uh, difficult to get sponsors and you have uh, uh, and to get uh, exposure and promotion for skiing, but Machalonga is a is a huge race. It's a, one of the classics, one of the legendary races, 
Uh, does yeah. that help that you have a big race like that? It is considered to be among the sort of the ground jewels of uh, Pisma Ski Classics and long distance skiing in general. Yes, yes. But Marcia Longa is for, for everybody is here in Italy. It's uh, it's a might, uh, might. So you, you understand that maybe the the most uh, part of our sponsors, uh, our money, we, we we have to say thank you to Marcia Longa because. Uh, Marcialonga is the biggest uh, show in, uh, in Italy for uh, for cross country ski. In that moment, in this moment, sorry, as uh, I, I say you before, uh, many people are at home without work, without money, without so many people. I think some million. So it's uh, difficult to speak about money, to speak about Marcialonga, to speak about ski classic, to speak about our project. Marcia Longa for sure uh, will be also next year our partner. They they help us with uh, many things, and but unfortunately uh, now it's uh, difficult to to speak about this. <laughs> yes, we have now talked about the uh, Marcia Longa and Bisma Ski Classics, your team. But next, let's talk about Bruno De Petolis as a former pro skier. <laughs> so, Bruno, let's talk about your skiing career. How did you get started? I begin my my ski career began when uh, I was uh, six, and uh, like um, every young in uh, in that times, <laughs> every young in my valley, my region, in uh, probably north of Italy, was uh, my first love. Is still my love now. Uh, I like uh, to feel pain in my in my legs, in my back, in my arms, and uh, this is my life. I accept to improve this project for for this reason because um, I w- I want to to continue in in, the, in this direction, in this uh, in this way for uh, for cross country skis. Um, I competed. Uh, I was um, in a military group uh, when I was 18, and then uh, um, before, when I was 16, I was in the for the first time in national team, and um, I catch some victories and some medals in uh, junior world championship, and then um, my senior. Career was uh, in the beginning was uh, really good. I start with uh, immediately with World Cup, and uh, was not bad uh, with some points, but was really difficult <laughs> in that period. Uh, have a place in the World Cup team because uh, we had uh, many many athletes that uh, in skating uh, principally arrived in top ten or maybe better. I became uh, a man with uh, a man as sportman with uh, with Christian Zorzi with uh, Silvio Fauner with uh, Fulvio Valbusa Fabio Mai Giorgio Di Centa uh, many many other and so um, I push I push really hard for many years my best was uh, fifth in the pre-olympic in Torino 2004 print race 
after 2010, I decided to follow the long distance career. And uh, so I'm enjoy, enjoy it also now. <laughs> Why did you choose long distance skiing in uh, 2010? Uh, my military group uh, make me out of the the group, and so I decided to continue to continue in um, in long distances because uh, traditional cross country was too difficult to follow all the races and uh, and have uh, some satisfaction. So I start with with this kind of competition. First two years, I I think I won. 20 races here in Italy. <laughs> I think all the the marathons in Italy except Marcialonga. <laughs> and then uh, after two, these two years, I decide to to try with the um, ski classic, but only some race. And uh, in some years, uh, ski classic became uh, my love, and uh, I start to to compete all the races and. I think in 2014 or 15, I don't remember. I was uh, uh, 11, maybe, in the standing, final standing. Sometime in top 10, sometime I I have some battle with the, the best skiers in the world. And so... <laughs> it was your best race. What is the race that you remember most fondly of? Mm. Maybe La Diagonela 2015, maybe. I don't remember 15 or 14 because <laughs> I have a lot a lot of things to to do. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't remember exactly the year. But Diagonela that year was quite strange as for uh, the snow condition and and uh, the track was not so in good condition for the snow, the new snow. I was uh, in the last uh, 200 meters with uh, the top athletes with eight top athletes in the world. I finished in eighth place, I think 22nd, I don't remember, uh, behind uh, Oysten Petersen that won. And uh, I remember that race uh, as maybe my the most funny race, my most funny race, because, um, you know, you have for sure to follow a good result, but uh, you have also to to follow um, your pleasure to enjoy the race. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the, the 2015 because that ah, was two, the year yes, when Bill okay. Impola Bill Impola was in the league. Yes, 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 yes. So, that year, yes, yes. And 2014 was the one when um, Rika Tunel won uh, La Diagonela. So, ah, okay, the yes, first edition. Yes, yes ex exactly. Yes, uh, yes. If that's your best memory, what what is your favorite race? Ah, for sure, for sure, Marcialonga. <laughs> I had many dreams about Marcialonga. I was uh, six in sixth place in um, 2010. I was still a professional skier uh, in um, traditional cross country. I said, well, maybe some, some uh, sometimes I can. I tried uh, to prepare Marcialonga for uh, for catch a good result. And uh, after 2010, I catch this this result for many years. But uh, every year, <laughs> there, there was something that uh, goes wrong, and with skis or with the crash or with the pools or with uh, something. Um, my best, I think, after 2000. 
10 was 11 plays one time and one time um, 15 maybe I don't remember but was um, every year maybe more much pressure or I don't know I don't know for sure that two or three times that uh, I arrive uh, in, in the final sprint with the, the best man in Vasalopet for sure I don't remember maybe last year that one um, uh, John Christian Dahl I was uh, 20 maybe uh, only six second behind him <laughs> I dream a top 10 also in Vasalopet, but uh, I was so close many times, but I never catch it. <laughs> yeah, you were really, really close. Uh, but how did you then become a team director? Because you started the team and you still skied. You still skied when you started your team. Now, of course, you are retired, but how did that come about? Uh, this was a proposal from uh, our president, our main sponsor, Robinson Petshop. Uh, Gianni Casadei. He is, uh, I think, the most passionate man in the world that I, that I know <laughs> about cross country. <laughs> he lives in uh, Forlì, near, uh, near uh, close to Rimini, close to Riccione, Rimini Riccione. And that in that place, they can see snow, I think, every 10 years. <laughs> but uh, he's a real passionate about cross country. And she called me and uh, asked me, Bruno, can you help me to try some Italian guys that one day can win Marcialonga? Oi, oi, oi. It's quite difficult, I said. But uh, okay, okay. But I, I want only one, one more year uh, to compete because I have still something to do. And after this year, uh, we decide to work in the direction, in the direction uh, that he, he asked me to yes uh, late uh, before, and so we are here. And uh, with uh, his amazing help, he is not only the main sponsors. He is, he is not only our president. He is our mentor. Is our uh, our light <laughs> in front because uh, he tried to improve. Every every day, every week, every month, uh, the team uh, with uh, some new ideas. Some uh, he is Johnny. <laughs> Maybe you know him. I don't know. Uh, I think I do know of him. Uh, uh, but um, what's the best thing about being a, a director of your team, running your team, and then of course the most difficult thing. The best thing is that I can know many people, many. Many young guys, many many passionate guys that uh, want to follow uh, them dream. For for us as team directors, uh, it's uh, a big job. It's an amazing job during all all the season from uh, April to April again. <laughs> I think that for me or some other team director, I don't know uh, that uh, I have to work uh, with normal job more difficult more difficult. What is your normal job? Uh, I'm a military. I, I stay in uh, the same military group that uh, I competed for uh, 14 years, uh, Guardia di Finanza. I'm, uh, I work in Passorolle, the school of the Alpino Rescue of uh, Guardia di Finanza in Italy. Every man that uh, wants to become Alpine Rescuer 
come in Passorolle and do the, the year, do one year for uh, Became It. I worked there uh, as a chef, I don't know, as cook man. <laughs> uh, sometime um, at the door um, with phone and uh, with uh, many documents to do. And uh, from 2010, uh, I have to work full time. We are lucky because full time is 36 hours per week, but uh, full time. Uh, for uh, everything uh, um, outside my work, uh, so in ski classics or transfer team um, training camp race races and, and more, I need my vacations and and uh, and so. <laughs> Did you say you your chef, your cook? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite dish? Risotto. <laughs> I don't know if you know. Uh, uh, risotto con uh, radicchio e salsiccia. <laughs> My speciality. <laughs> I like risotto. Is that something that you make for your team as well? Uh, as as a cook? Yes, as a cook, yes, for your team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every transfer, every race, <laughs> every race for sure. Luckily, uh, Loris Fresnelli, my my boss of servicemen, uh, is uh, also a good chef, a good cook. And so we cook together for the team, for the guys. Every, every time we have some, some new to propose to our guys. <laughs> after ski test, after uh, ski vaccine preparation and uh, all these kind of things, uh, we have to cook also. <laughs> You're certainly wearing many hats. You're a cook and a, pro, a former skier and a pro team director and and a military man. You know, so you have lots of things to do. But uh, and I am a dad. I am a husband. And a husband too. Yeah, and and a father, of course. So, yeah. but let's talk about training a little bit. So, Bruno, as a team uh, pro team director. Uh, and a coach, what is sort of your training philosophy? I think uh, in uh, in long distance races you need ma many things. Not only uh, not only have the distance in your legs, on your arms. In in this case, <laughs> in ski classics case, but you need also much power, and uh, and you have to do short interval to be present when uh, the race rhythm change and uh, you, you have to be to be ready in uh, in every in every condition and so it's um, it's not so easy to to improve all these kinds of powers but uh, i think that uh, with um, with patience with uh, hard work and with um, the right person that you have around you, you can improve, uh, improve in, in some years. Uh, so our direction with our guys is, uh, is this, to try to, to learn them these, these things, this uh, mentality. The only problem, the biggest problem probably, the biggest problem that uh, in, uh, in our team and uh, I think all all the Italian guys that c compete now in, in ski classics races 
is that uh, they have all normal job. And so it's not easy to, to say them, uh, okay, today five hours uh, double pulling, okay, tomorrow three hours uh, running and uh, in the afternoon we have gym and so. And so we have to work w- with the guys uh, w- with this problematic. You, you understand? Yes, it is tough, of course, if you have to work and train and, and you can't be completely a professional and devote your time. Yeah, to, to we, we need we we need probably only maybe some thousand euro more for uh, for help them uh, to stay at home and uh, not not have normal job for normal life only for train and uh, I think in some years some Italian guy uh, will be in front with the best man and the best woman but uh, for now it's so. And I have to work, so... Yeah, let's hope that, that one day it will happen. Uh, your, when you were training and still racing, what was your favorite workout, the exercise you liked the most? The long session with L3 was my best. My favorite workout, three, four, five, five hours with the, this uh, kind of uh, work. I had in my mind, in every push, I had... Uh, some parts of Cascata, some parts of uh, the first climb of Vasalopet or uh, some part of uh, other races. And uh, in my mind, in this condition, in this, with this uh, L3, uh, I had some power for, <laughs> for think about this. <laughs> and otherwise, uh, when you are uh, 100%, you cannot have power for think about. <laughs> So basically, it's a good paced training. You go fast, but not too fast, but for a long distance. Yeah, yeah. And then what was the uh, the exercise or workout that you liked the least, that you didn't like at all? This is difficult because <laughs> I like, I like uh, every workout. Maybe some days in gym, maybe, because uh, I need to show the sun to... To show the, the snow and sometimes in gym uh, is not so good. <laughs> yeah, the strength training or the gym training seems to be the one that not that many cross-country skiers like because we are used to being outside and, and enjoying the nature. How much yeah. training do you do nowadays? When I push the 100% of my of my times of my possibility, 830 hours per year. I think that uh, you can understand what uh, what I mean with, uh, when I say 830 because with the 36 hours per week um, at work was uh, I, I train at uh, five o'clock in the morning or uh, uh, maybe 13 in the afternoon or uh, when was night what was was difficult really difficult so that was eight, eight more than 800 hours back then but but you're still training, I know, that you are still training. How much are you training now? Yes, man. now I think maybe 400, not more. Four, 500, not more. But I don't have uh, training diary. I, have, uh, I, I don't have the, the count of, <laughs> the count of uh, my hour now. <laughs> do you want to do any races next season? I don't know. Maybe one more time... Uh, Northern Sio Lopet, but I'm not sure because I was ready this year. I was maybe uh, better than last year, 
but uh, so <laughs> was this year was so. <laughs> what's uh, why did you? I mean, what's the greatest thing about skiing? Why why do you love cross country skiing so much? Wow, it's difficult to explain. It's uh, it's my life. Uh, I like uh, every moment on the snow. I like uh, the nature. I like uh, climb downhill. Uh, every every push that you try to improve. I like uh, everything. I like uh, the feeling that you have when you are uh, on the track, Wh- wherever you you are. Is not uh, there is no difference. When I skied in. Uh, one small loop, uh, one kilometer loop, or uh, when I ski in uh, long way, yes, Northern Sjöloppet or Vasaloppet or uh, I don't know. I I try to um, to feel the best the best uh, sensation that uh, the snow, the pools, the skis can can give you. So, Bruno, of course, the future is a little bit uncertain for all of us uh, because of the current situation. But what are you hoping for the future and particularly for the next season? I said to you before that uh, we have uh, many projects and um, some, some new new things to improve. We are in touch with uh, some new guys and um, we hope that uh, our life can come back as before for the future uh, I don't know. Catch much, much sponsors as possible for uh, for help our guys, for uh, improve uh, them workout, them uh, the, to give them the possibility to to train uh, in the best way possible. We will see because uh, at the moment uh, is quite strange to speak about future, <laughs> especially in sports. Indeed, but, and you mentioned earlier that you fell in love with Visma Ski Classics when you started doing long-distance skiing. But what things can be improved, uh, developed, be, be uh, better in Visma Ski Classics? I don't know. Ski Classics is a big organization. It's, uh, I think, uh, 99% of the things that Ski Classics do is uh, are in uh, the right way to improve uh, cross-country skis, to, to improve... Uh, the competitions to improve the um, the team lives. Uh, so I think uh, the the staff of uh, Ski Classic are doing a great job. I have um, some days ago I wrote uh, something to Ski Classics about some my ideas, uh, but um, generally Ski Classic for me is is good. Something can change for sure, but for me is more things. And you think we have enough races right now? Yes, yes. I wrote, uh, indeed, I wrote uh, about uh, maybe um, to to anticipate uh, January, uh, one week. So you can have after Venosta only three weeks and not four weeks. You can so in this in this way you can you can have a free weekend before Marcialonga. You can have. Kaiser Maximilian, then uh, Diagonella, one free week, and uh, and Marcialonga. But I know uh, it's only an, an idea. It's, it's not easy for I, I don't I, I can imagine it's not for sure it's not easy. Yeah, it's kind of like the Vasalopet that they have a break before Vasalopet to prepare. Yes, yes, because uh, January is quite hard. I can understand that uh, 
all the, the Scandinavian teams are in, uh, in the Alps, but uh, I think also for them, five weeks uh, in a row uh, is not easy for, uh, for, every, for everybody. And then how do you like the Scandinavian tour, uh, the Scandinavian races? Because that has to be different for you guys, being Italians. For us, uh, there are more problems, for sure, because uh, the travel, uh, the organization for uh, the transfer, for the competition, uh, to leave the bus, where, come back in Italy, up and down, by plane, <laughs> by bus, <laughs> uh, it's not easy, but I think uh, probably the best period in all all season for us because you can enjoy the team uh, for more days pretty much as a final thing what is your greeting advice tip to to our listeners something you want to say to them now when we are looking towards the future and 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 the new new world so to speak <laughs> wow uh... <laughs> Stay, stay healthy and uh, take care and so must go on for sure uh, never give up uh, in this in this situation uh, we are all strong we are uh, portly men we are uh, athletes or uh, amateurs or uh, what you you want we are looking to the future and so this period will be finished early I hope <laughs> I think it will eventually, but thank you very much, Bruno, and good luck, and hopefully you'll get your sponsors and everything running pretty soon. And of course, have a really good Easter, that's coming too, and the summer. Thank you very much. Uh, let's keep in touch and uh, see you the next. Thank you. Bye-bye. This podcast is a W Sports Media production.